What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. A quick little note before we get started. Make sure you are listening on 2x speed because it is a completely different experience and also uh, in case you are wondering i am not a sebi registered uh, trader or investment advisor or you know any of those certifications so whatever i say here is not to be taken as advice it's not to be taken as expert advice whichever stocks i talk about are not my recommendations purely because i am legally not allowed to do that and uh, because you know i i to some extent i did not believe in recommendations so uh take all of these at your own risk if you want to take any trades and this is purely for educational purposes and more than that it's purely for me to share my uh stuff with you know everyone and make sure that i keep a record so if you do take a trade and if it does not work out do not come sue me uh because uh, that that would be very sad man why would you do that and also because you would have no grounds to sue possibly because that that is why i'm like adding this hoping that it works so anyway uh with that out of the way let's get started with the episode so the day nifty bank nifty 32 gainers 18 losers for nifty 9 gainers and 3 gainers uh, 3 losers for bank nifty so clearly a much better day than uh, the rest of the week that we've seen now a few words that came to my mind when i was trying to uh, think about today and they are wild extreme volatility range bound and i know it kind of seems odd why it was range bound but uh, we'll come to that when we speak about nifty and bank nifty and option writers market and uh, why option writers market and that's because even though the price levels were same i saw a difference of at least like 7 rupees uh between the, the atm and itm options like you know atm and itm options approximately 7 rupees uh the value just decayed so uh clearly it, it was an option writers market is and this is only applicable if uh the option writer hopefully squared their squared off their position uh by 3 3 pm otherwise they would have uh, they would have not had a pleasurable time so that was my view on the overall market my holdings my watch list were positive were in the green for the most part so that's always good uh and yeah i mean that's pretty much it as far as the overall day is concerned again it was much different than what we've seen in the past volatility yes uh range bound yes but at the same time uh you could you could have seen that it was genuinely trying to make a recovery and it was it was just looking for supports all around so uh let's get let's get into the rest of the episode shall we so if you missed yesterday's episode this is a new segment it's called fx that's because i started with foreign uh exchange and currency markets so i'm going to try to include a bit of, a bit of that also so now they were for the most part down after a brief recovery and in my opinion they were quite decisive in the past when i was looking at usd inr and other currencies and other pairs it looked as if they are moving 
very haphazardly kind of like commodities if you look at the commodity charts you will see that they are most of the times very haywire but that is not the case today and uh, that might possibly be because uh, my trade today was not negative and you'll learn more on that in the my, in the my trade section but it was very interesting to see how the forex markets moved today initially there was a negative correlation basically uh, when the prices of USD INR went up, Bank Nifty went down, but that was soon uh, sort of ended. I don't know what was the reason for that, uh, but overall, a much better day for Forex compared to the rest of the week that we saw so far. And uh, because I've started Forex and because I, I sort of understood a few things and observed a few things, I'm going to include that in this week's Basics with KR episode. So it's going to be about uh, FX and currencies and Basically, why so many people use FX, even though the movements that you'd see are barely 0.02%, 0.5%, like really small movements, but why do people still go for Forex as an avenue of uh, trading? So I'll, I'll speak about that in this week's uh, Basics with KR, but uh, you know, let, let's get back to this episode now and we'll start with Nifty. So Nifty closed at 11,910. It's up 53.35 points, which is 0.45%. And the entire day was very similar to yesterday in, in that it, it sort of went down an inch down. But then all it took was one, two candles for it to reverse all of the losses that it had made. And if you were holding uh, onto your position till the EOD, then perfect for you otherwise you would have uh, probably cried internally and that's all right that's how it is now to me this just shows the power of that 11,900 level we've spoken about it before um, in <clears throat> i believe last week last week's episode i'd said that considering just how important 11,900 is uh, not just for a psychological level but also in terms of the supports seeing how important 11,900 is i feel that if it is able to sustain above that level we should be expecting a recovery, like you know, 12,100, 12,000 levels. If we see it going below 11,900, then 11,750 or so could be expected. But I would not be too hopeful of a recovery to 12,000 anytime soon. So I'm assuming that it is willing to, you know, at least try and test those 12,000 levels again, which is why it was uh, bullish enough to actually reach these 11,900 levels in the first place. I mean, Keep in mind that it started off at 11,900 or something like that, but the day's low was approximately 11,820, so there was a long way, a big recovery to be made, and it did make that recovery, so that's great, uh, and that is where overall it stands. In general, it was much more bullish and eager to go up than Bank Nifty, which is good, and yeah, I mean, overall, it's, it's it looks good. Uh, considering that it's above 11,900, considering that there's some insolvency code uh, that's been passed, and all those things, I feel that there is a small chance that uh, tomorrow's expiry will be positive. When I say a small chance, I'm not literally talking about it as a negative thing. I'm saying that there is a chance that it is a positive expiry tomorrow, purely because of those reasons. And overall, uh, in terms of the day, TCS is that massive move uh, probably helped Nifty a lot during the day, I felt. And yeah, I mean, in general, if you'd have looked at uh, if you'd have looked at FTSE and if you'd have looked at the other globals, then you would have possibly understood that there is a chance that we see Nifty recovering 
and we see nifty closing in the green so that's it for nifty we move on to the top gainers for nifty gale leading the pack it's closing at 116.95 up 5.31 percent and this is a very interesting support level in my opinion again we've we've spoken about this like two weeks ago or something but from there it did fall down so that general level again it, it's it is reminding me of yes bank uh, not in the way I, i'd speak about yes bank today but it is reminding me of the yes bank that i saw like before it was uh like when when it was at those 30 rupee levels so it is reminding me of those yes bank days and uh considering that and I, i'd probably just keep an eye on it i would possibly not get into a position uh purely because it is not the kind of stock that i'd normally get into but yeah i mean i definitely observe it the next gainer for the day is z limited it is at 284.1 and uh, it's up 4.85 percent and i feel that this could be a fibonacci level that it took support from and uh this is that's because yesterday i'd said that it does not look good today it just jumped up and uh, looking in hindsight so hindsight is always 2020 uh looking back i feel that there might have been a fib level which would have helped it but overall i still feel that the that the higher levels are filled with resistances and as a result i would personally not get into z limited just quite yet uh the top loser for the day is yes bank uh quite sadly 43.55 rupees closing down 13.85% now the thing with yes bank is that it was down 17% at one point and i remember that because i was looking at my holdings and i was just thinking that what has happened to this stock and looks like the ceo is still very confident about the whole fundraising thing and about the future of uh, yes bank and when i say future i do not mean or i do not intend any puns uh, but you know the the ceo is quite confident and you know the ceo will be confident but it 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 looks like they have some sort of trick up their sleeve and there's some black swan that's there possibly now overall it it does not look good and some of you guys might be wondering that this guy has always said yes bank is such a good stock he's always sort of you know circle jerked over how amazing yes bank as a pick is at these lower levels at 30 40 rupees then why the hell is he saying that it is not bad and the pure reason for that is you really 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 have to look at the charts if you remember when the last time i'd recommended yes bank it was on its way up and it it was showing proper support at those levels now it is on its way down and it is not really showing me any strong support levels so purely because of that i'm not i'm saying that i really do not get into a position just quite yet if you're looking at the support zones alone if you want to ride the news tide then sure go ahead but that's going to be ridiculously uh, risky and something that i do not recommend nor condone so that's my view on yes bank right now and that is why i do not uh, recommend getting into it just quite yet if you if you are looking for cheaper stocks then i'll talk about uh, one in bank nifty's analysis so do stay tuned for that the next loser for nifty was hero and uh, hero motorco not just hero so 28287 was its ltp it's down 1.85 percent it's a beautiful level i feel it is going down it might just go down uh, possibly 
this week or something but i am hoping for a recovery soon because it's a very important support level and you could you could, you could just look at the chart and you'll understand it's, it's that simple so that's it for nifty's analysis we move to bank nifty bank nifty closed at 31256.75 it's up 96.4 points or 0.31 percent and overall intraday moves in general you know the the patterns and where it's placed and all those things very similar to nifty uh, but obviously not quite there are a few differences such as bank nifty being slightly more hesitant than uh, nifty in terms of going up and recovering it was almost as if there was some friction or something which, which was stopping it you know when you're driving a car you know when your uh, handbrake is rubbing and when when you're basically driving with the handbrake up it was kind of like that if i had to put it you know as as, as an analogy so that's how bank nifty felt during the day but of course uh, towards the end of the day it just it removed that handbrake handbrake and it just uh, sprinted off and uh, raced ahead so that that's what it felt like honestly now as i said briefly i did feel there was an inverse relationship between usd inr and bank nifty but that stopped after uh, it just it just took a dump basically so that's what i saw now again i do feel that it might be a positive expiry tomorrow and that that's how it looks like on the chart as well it it, it does have resistances don't get me wrong but there's there's quite a gap between its resistances and uh, you know where it's at right now plus since it took support from here there is a chance we see something good happening tomorrow so that's my view on bank nifty as an index now coming to the day's gainers and losers we've got idfc first bank leading the pack it's at 43.2 rupees 2.61 percent up and yesterday or day before we'd mentioned that 41 to 41.7 will be an important level for idfc the day's low is around 41, so it, it respected that level very well. And overall, it looks good. So I had mentioned that I'd, I'll tell you guys about a cheap stock like Yes Bank, but not like Yes Bank in the way that it's going down, and that is IDFC First Bank. I feel that might just have uh, quite a lot of potential. So this one's going in my watch list probably. The next gainer for the day is Kotak Bank. It's at 1685.7, up 1.4%. And this was an all-time high. So, uh, if you're wondering why, just just listen to like yesterday's or not yesterday's last week's episodes because I have mentioned uh, you know why in that. And the thing is, I can I can tell you what it looks like right now. But then, when you actually listen and understand the analysis before I knew this was going to happen, it is going to give you a clearer picture. So, in fact, I'll try to I'll try to dig up which which episode that was in because my notes are right here and if you listen to episode 78 i believe i had mentioned that it's it's sort of just consolidating and it might uh you know show us an all-time high so episode number 78 is uh what you're looking for if you're curious now coming to the top losers for the day yes bank obviously leading the pack but we already spoke about it so much i'm gonna skip over it the next loser was sbi bank and it is at 311.75 down 0.53 percent so clearly that difference is not that much you know uh yes bank is an exception but overall the the second most loser is uh it's, it's really not that bad so now i'm wondering why sbi lost this much possibly because of the under reporting news but that's old uh either way it's at 200 ma support right now so it, lo it does look good 
so if you are wondering if you should get into SBI bank tomorrow, possibly that 200 MA support does look like it's respect. It's being respected so far. And it has been respected the last time it was around this level too. So do keep an eye on SBI bank if you're interested tomorrow. Now we move to my trades. So I took 11 trades today or 8 trades depending on how you count it. The first one Maruti, the second one TCS, the third one Bank of Baroda, the fourth one HDFC AMC, the fifth one was Philip Carbon, the sixth one was TCS, the seventh one was USD INR, the eighth one was four bank nifty calls and this was not four lots this was these were four different calls of bank nifty different strikes and at different times so yeah i mean those are my trades i know it's it's i just sort of ran through them but i'll I'll go over it again maruti right now it is at an mtm loss and uh, this is a carried forward position from yesterday tcs i entered it uh today uh, because it gave me a signal, a buy signal. It it did give it to me a little bit late. As a result, most of my day was as an MTM loss. But towards the end of the day, it did catch up. And now it's at uh, a profit, MTM profit. I haven't exited it yet. Now, this is a future, by the way. The third uh, trade for the day was Bank of Baroda. I entered into it because it it looks interesting. I feel that uh, it is strong enough for it to not you know be suppressed by that 100 level at the same time it's cheap enough to really not care if it goes down any further and i i haven't bought a lot of it so it it does not really matter to be honest it's it's just like an experiment if you will the fourth uh, trade for the day is hdfc amc this is also in uh, in an mtm profit this is something that i'm holding on to and uh, the fifth trade that I took was I think I've messed up the order somewhere so the fifth trade that I took was Philip Carbon and this is a position that I exited and uh, that's because you know it wasn't really performing as per expectations so I cut off uh, I cut that off and I believe I exited that uh, exited it at a minor profit possibly but over the course of the day it did end up being an MTM notional loss so I'll, I'll highlight the word notional here the next trade that I took was TCS equity and I did not take this trade. I rather exited my TCS position so that I could get capital to carry forward, uh, you know, my positions for the day. I wish money grew on trees, but it does not. So I do have to make choices and decisions. And that is why I let go of TCS because I already have exposure in TCS in my uh, future. So, you know, that that's going to be uh, hopefully that if it goes up tomorrow and I hope it does. I'm looking at like 2130 or so. So hopefully it does go up to that level tomorrow or possibly even more. I'd love that. But yeah, since I already have an exposure, I exited the equity part. Now the other trade that I took, the next trade, oh, and this is getting damn tiring, uh, but it was USD INR. And the reason why I took it is that it was perfectly uh, based on my trade basis. So I do recommend looking at the chart and you'll understand you can look at it as uh, at a 10 15 30 minute chart and you'll you'll just get it it's very easy uh, this was a 10.13 percent roi it was a positive trade so pretty neat pretty neat roi obviously if you're aware about uh, you know how fx works unless you pump in a lot of money you probably will not see a serious absolute amount the roi might be great but the absolute amount is isn't that great so uh, just just you know making sure that's there but 
it just shows the potential that FX has, and that is, this is precisely what I want to talk about in the Basics with KR episode. So again, it's going to be on FX. The eighth trade and the eighth through eleventh t- trades that I took were Bank Nifty calls, and the reason for that is because Bank Nifty multiple times during the day it showed potential. It was at support zones. And I bought at support, I sold at resistance, and then finally I had bought at support. And this was the last trade for the day. I had bought it at support, and then it just took a massive dump, so it fell. And then, uh, to my surprise, it, it it just it was like Superman just trying to break the uh, speed of light or some shit because it just went up so fast. It was crazy. And I do believe that overall, Bank Nifty calls all of them cumulative. I exited it uh, at a mild profit. Uh, well, not mild, a modest profit. So those were all of my trades for the day. Again, so many trades. I, I myself got tired. I believe it's like five minutes almost talking about my trades. So crazy shit. But we move to my lesson now. So my lesson for the day is going to be to stick to your guns, to stick to your analysis, and to have a contextual reading. Now... If you would have entered into any long position at like 2 p.m. or something, you would have been wiped out unless you would have hold, held on to that position until the MTM and ignoring the MTM losses. So if you would have had the gut to do it, if you would have had the conviction to do it, you would have made a nice uh, return. If you, If not, you would have lost a massive chunk. So my lesson for the day is that, and this is something obviously that I learned, so it it is to stick to your uh, you know stick to your analysis make sure that you are very confident in it because if you aren't uh, you probably will not really you know make it because the mtm losses will just be too too much to handle again this is something that i personally go through another lesson here is be very aggressive as far as you know your targets and uh, stop losses are concerned if you are that type of uh, trader if you're learning if you're doing it purely to learn then that's a different thing uh, but if you, if you want to make money you might have to be a little bit aggressive so once it touches resistance just exit it and that is what i did sometimes you do miss out on certain moves but ultimately it's it's like you know one in hand is worth more than two in the ditch or something whatever the saying goes so that applies a lot here and contextual reading just understand where the market is in relation to the other markets and in relation to where it should be so yeah i mean that that was it for this episode if you slept halfway through then wakey wakey if not then i hope you found this insightful informational informative helpful and all of those things And again, I hope you did not uh, sleep halfway through. This is becoming like my standard outro now. I swear it is not pre-recorded. The intro is pre-recorded. This is not pre-recorded. I I have to like memorize all this shit again and then just blow it out whatever I think works uh, at the end of the episode. And yeah, I mean, I, I really hope this was helpful. And yeah, I mean... Again, Basics with KR. This week's Basics with KR will be on FX and very interested to cover that. Tomorrow, to, like this is just a summary of whatever I said. Tomorrow, I'm expecting or I'm hoping for a positive day because A, I have long positions. B, the trade setup looks pretty decent. And C, 11,931,000 beautiful levels. 
So yeah, that was it for this episode. KR signing out. Happy trading tomorrow.